to another episode of I'm Chris at 9-1 Podcast, episode double nickel. How you living? I'm living swell. We got a lot of stuff to talk about in today's episode. We're going to be talking about the supposed leak of the Xbox Series X, the price point. What does that mean as far as Microsoft goes and their console at hand? We're also going to be talking about the Milwaukee Bucks. They lost to the Miami Heat. Uh, we're going to be talking about the future of the Miami Bucks as well as the landscape of the Eastern Conference. Uh, And we're also going to be talking about the Los Angeles Lakers won yet again to the Houston Rockets. And what does that mean? And some uh, NBA news and notes. Okay, without further ado, let's get into today's topic. Microsoft, their supposed leak with quotation marks, supposed leak. Of the Xbox Series X price point. It is going to be $299. All right. And that is a great price point. Okay. And if Microsoft was interested in selling consoles, they will be controlling the console market. A lot of people will gravitate to the Xbox Series X. Okay. This will be their primary console of choice. This will be the primary console that a lot of consumers will be gravitating to and picking up all right this will be the premier console if microsoft was microsoft 10 years ago when they was interested in winning the the console market having a bigger share in the console market this will make the microsoft brand elevate it'll be more valuable than what it is today But unfortunately, we're not living in those times no more. Phil Spencer, Matt Booty, and the people that run things over there at Microsoft, they're not interested in selling consoles. They're interested in selling a service and having their games uh, all over every device. They want to tap into the billion gamers, okay? The billion gamers method, okay? The billion gamers uh, uh, game plan. They want their services and games on every fire stick, on every tablet, on every television, on every uh, t- uh, PC. They would love to have these games uh, on their competitors' consoles like Nintendo and, and Sony. They want their games and services everywhere, okay? Every microwave, every juicer, okay? Every easy-bake oven, uh, every uh, doorbell, uh, they want their console, they want their services and games everywhere, even on in cars. Okay, I'm just joking on the latter point, but that's you know, that's pretty much what Microsoft's game plan is. They want their services and games everywhere, they, f- they feel like they can beat their competitors that way. Okay, uh, but if they was still in the console selling business who sold the most consoles this will put microsoft uh this will take them to the next level this you could uh arguably say that this gen there's a possibility microsoft could win this gen as far as selling consoles but they're not in that bag no more all right they're into selling services and selling games okay this news alone makes the Microsoft uh, bring brings noise to the Microsoft brand, but 
all the actions before that is the reason why Microsoft brand isn't as valuable as it once was. In fact, it's more weaker when you compare it to Nintendo and Sony. Allow a brother to explain. I know a lot of people are, are listening to this and going, what, what are you talking about? Okay. They're, they're better than ever. Okay. Uh, you know, a lot of their games are highly rated. They're getting 80s, 85s, 87s. A lot of people are tapping into these games. These games are, are everywhere. What are you talking about? All right. Even though Microsoft don't release their stats as far as how many systems they have sold last generation, as far as how many games they sold due to last generation. They don't talk about pre-orders anymore, how many gamers pre-ordered their games. They don't talk about that. All they tapping in and talking about is um, Xbox Game Pass having so many uh, subscriptions. And in some of those months, some of those subscriptions were a penny, a dollar, dollar ninety nine. Okay, how many of those people that bought that Xbox Game Pass subscription is going to continue with that subscription? Right, that's the million dollar question. How long do they keep them? But besides that, we're getting off topic a little bit. Uh, excuse me. Microsoft value is weaker. The brand is weaker. And let me explain this. Let me give you some some quick examples, all right? If Michael Jordan, the Jordan brand, the Jordan shoe was available on their on his competitors websites as well as uh, you know, in Walmart or Payless, does the shoe become more valuable or less valuable? Are people going to still uh, pay those crazy price points for Jordans if they were available everywhere? Are people still going to pay $200, $100, $300 for shoes from the Jordan brand shoe, even though he don't have, he doesn't really technically have a $300 shoe, but you know, give them time. They're going to come out with a shoe like that. Is it still more valuable does the value, does the stock goes up for the Jordan brand if it's available everywhere? No, it doesn't. It's exclusively for Nike. And you can you and you cannot get this shoe anywhere else. You cannot go to Reebok, Payless, uh, Puma, Adidas, and get Jordans. Alright? They're the they're the must-have thing. They're the hotness. There's a reason why they're the hotness because they're that valuable to the consumer base as well as the corporation, all right? It makes a ton of money for Michael Jordan and Nike. That's the point I'm making with Microsoft, all right? Microsoft's brand is weaker by having by expanding their games and services everywhere it doesn't make it stronger when you compare it to their to its predecessors to its competition microsoft brand isn't as strong as nintendo brand or sony's brand now a lot of people are going to say well nintendo and sony has been here for a minute how long are you going to use that argument how long you're going to make that excuse uh, uh that excuse every year 
Sony and Nintendo get a new fan. A lot of these fans haven't been around since the beginning of Nintendo and Sony. All right. So that argument is, is not an argument. All right. They get new fans every day. Why? Because of what they're offering. Exclusive matter. The games actually matter. Okay. Now, let's talk about this price point. It dominates the console market. All right. If we were talking about Microsoft 10 years ago, but they don't give a damn about selling systems. All right. So, on the outside looking in, this is a good uh, price point. But I think people are going to look at this price point and they're going to say, yeah, I'm going to get an Xbox a Series S, but it's not going to be the de facto uh, console that I'm going to be looking for this holiday season. If I already got a high rig PC, and if I if I have a couple uh, of a, if I have a couple of Hondos, yeah, I'll tap in and get an Xbox Series X. If I have a PlayStation Five, and I'm not a PC jarhead, yeah, I'll pick up an Xbox Series S. What the hell? It's, it's only a couple of Hondos. All right. You see the method that I'm. You see the examples I'm using. The Xbox Series X is not going to be a primary reason it's going to be a secondary reason why people will pick up this console yes people will pick up this console but people are going to pick up this console because it's a secondary choice people that are interested in the xbox series x if they don't make enough if they don't mass produce enough consoles and they're an xbox fan well guess what they're gonna and, and they can't get a playstation 5 then guess what they're going to get? They're going to get the Xbox Series S as a secondary console. Now they're going to upgrade and get the X, all right? Or they're going to or they're going to finally get their hands on a PlayStation 5 and then those Xbox Series S 6 months a year after it launched will be already traded off for what they really wanted or they already got what they really want in their households, and they're gonna trade those game, those those consoles off when there are no uh, available games that they're interested in coming from Game Pass. All right. Either way, people are not gonna keep these consoles long term. This is only a short term fix. Okay, short term fix. All right, to either upgrade and get something better. Or they already got something better, and hey, it was a couple of Hondos. I'm, you know, what the heck? I'm, I'll, I'll splurge and, and buy an Xbox Series X, S, and then six months, a year later, they're going to trade that console in, or give it away, or sell it. Okay. And to me, when you look at the market, the console market, a lot, uh, it's the Xbox Series uh, S slowly but surely. It's going to lose uh, its sales because now all you're doing is just selling the same console that you sold six months ago. It'll probably be in two or three people's hands. You're not going to sell the consoles that you make. 
you're only selling the used ones that have already, you know, have already been utilized. Therefore, their sale, their sales are not going to be as, uh, you know, as as they could be because it's a secondary choice. It's not a primary choice. Okay. Particularly when you can play these games everywhere else. And particularly when uh, Phil Spencer says, we want gamers to play and experience our services on whatever they have. No console is left behind, folks. The Xbox One X, the Xbox One X is still out there. A lot of people have it in their households. The OG Xbox One is still in a lot of people's households. The Xbox Sad is in, is still in a lot of people's households. Okay. Now, Halo Infinite has already they already announced as far as developing this game. This game won't be available on the older consoles. Okay, but after watching the trailer for Halo Infinite and the gameplay of Halo Infinite. Does that game really entice you in, as far as upgrading and getting their consoles? Or does that game intrigue you a little bit where you'll probably possibly wait for the Fire Stick version of the Xbox Series uh, console or play it on your Fire Stick or play it on your tablet, PC, whatever, smartphone? Is that game good enough to play it on, on other outlets? Or does that is that a must-have game where you want to experience this on the most powerful system, which is the Xbox Series X, right? A lot of confusion to the consumer base. And really, when you come out with all these consoles, it, it, you, you don't, you, you, you really know, don't know, knowingly know this. But you're making all those consoles obsolete. When you come out with a 199, a 299, a 499, I think the Series X is probably going to be 499. And uh, you also come out with other ways you can experience uh, these uh, games, these services, these unique experiences. They're no longer unique no more. They're not exclusive no more. That you know, you made your service and your games expanded on everything, uh, even on your older hardware. All right, you really put these new consoles behind the eight ball because of a multitude of ways you could uh, experience those services and games. Okay, through other ways of playing. You really don't need an Xbox Series X. You really don't need an Xbox uh, Series S. You really don't need uh, the Fire Stick uh, Xbox Series, all right? Because you can play it on your old systems as well as your PC, tablet, whatever, all right? So it kind of devalues the, the consoles that you're going to release. Are these consoles going to be must-have, very important during this holiday? And, and by the way, this holiday season, I don't think a lot of people are going to be flourishing. I don't think a lot of people are going to spin and spin until they don't have nothing uh, left, until they max out their credit cards, their debit cards, their savings, their Christmas savings. I feel like a lot of people have <clears throat> already utilized those outlets due to COVID when a lot of people had to stay at home. 
I think this holiday season is going to be the most driest holiday season ever. I don't think it's going to be a lot of shoppers out shopping in droves. Uh, I don't think Cyber Monday is going to be that big uh, like it was last year and the year before. I think even though it's going to be a, a, a few people, I, th- I think people are still going to utilize that service. But I think what the economy, when, when you talk about tracking the U.S. Uh, economy, uh, economy uh, pe- they're going to track just the average consumer just buying stuff online to have in their house because it's, it's that cyber monday happens to fall on a day where they they, they get their normal consumers and goods and they're going to track those uh those data marks those stats and they're going to include and see well see look cyber monday was on an all-time high x amount of uh, consumers went to amazon went went to all these websites and purchased items in Cyber Monday, I think a lot of, I think they're gonna, you know, they're gonna add those average consumers to people who want to uh, utilize Cyber Cyber Monday to get their deals. Okay, and they're gonna jam, they're gonna jam them all together and tell you it's bigger and better than ever. Okay, so to me, this holiday season is not gonna be all that lit. If if y'all think it is, okay, it's not. Okay. Uh, so this, I think this holiday season, uh, and I think Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo knows that, and they know it, and they know it in advance. And I don't think you're going to, if you're interested in getting a PlayStation Five or or any of the Xbox Series consoles, uh, good luck finding them because they're not going to make a lot of them from the start. I feel like after the holidays, you'll probably be able to get your hands on any of those consoles, but no, not now. Not not that holiday. They're not gonna they're not gonna make that many. They're gonna outsell regardless wherever the price is. It's gonna be a fight. I don't think you're gonna have long lines of people waiting to to get a PlayStation 5. You know, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It just is what it is. Um I can see people putting them on layaway. I can see people utilizing their credit cards and getting them that way. But, you know, I, I just don't see this uh, a, a trend that says that you, that, uh, you can, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's going to a trend that it's going to uh, all of a sudden a lot of people are going to. There's a big uh, audience for people that want to sell consoles. Okay. I got lost. My, I, I lost my train of thought because um, I was trying to pick up a bag. It fell fell to the floor. Sorry about that. Um, so yeah, the price point is great, but coming out with that many versions of the console really weakens the console. Having uh, your services and games expanded everywhere kind of weakens the console. Okay, so it's good and bad. You know, that's and I always tell people with consoles, people buy consoles, people think, well, consoles are cheap. It's it's cheaper to get a console than a PC. Yes, but that's not the number one reason why people buy consoles. People buy consoles, the number one reason why people buy consoles in the beginning, okay, is 
the exclusive games that you can't be, that that you can't play no nowhere else. You can't play Mar- Mario on uh, on PC. Now you can get uh, uh, emulators and and all that stuff, uh, you know. But you the you cannot play a Mario uh, a Windbreaker on PC. Even though there's other, you know, there's ways you can manipulate the game and, and things of that nature, but you just can't go into a service. You can't go to Steam and buy Mario. You can't go to Epic and buy Mario. You can't go to the Microsoft Game uh, Store and buy Mario. Okay, it's just simply not available. Same way with Uncharted, uh, with The Last of Us, uh, you know, uh, any of these uh, flagship games exclusive titles you just can't get anywhere else okay that's the number one reason why people buy consoles people buy consoles so they can play those uh exclusive titles so they can have those exclusive experiences and microsoft uh pretty much have said that we're not into that exclusive bag no more you know we just want our games everywhere Okay, and when you can be able to play Halo, you can be able to play Gears, even though uh, before they got into this uh, ideology of having everything expanded, you could uh, you can still play those games on PC. But if uh, you know, but at a time, there were a lot of games coming from Microsoft that were strictly exclusive for the console. So, when you get away from that, then what's the point of buying that console in the first place? Why are you buying uh, uh, that console when you can have those same experiences? You can utilize those same services. You can play those games everywhere else. So, yes, I like I like the price point. Uh, yes, this price point they could have they could have uh, controlled some or the majority of the console market, but this price point is not going to mean a hill of beans because guess what? If you was uh, saving your money for a graphics card, this does not uh, derail your plans as far as building your PC. This announcement, this news is not going to derail or change your plans uh, as far as buying a PlayStation 5. If you're still looking for a Nintendo Switch, this does not change or derail your plans as far as looking for a Nintendo Switch. It'll be it's not going to be the primary choice, it's going to be a secondary choice. When you when you have already got your primary choice or you come to the realization that you can't get it now but you can get it later on hey that's sitting there let me just pop let me just uh put a couple of hundos in this play it for a, a limited time and then when it my real choice comes up i'm gonna get that and slowly but surely, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna stop utilizing this uh, console, and I'm either going to sell it, trade it, or just give it to somebody. That you know, I feel like the early stages, as far as the launch go, you're gonna see Microsoft brag about the numbers. 
They're not gonna release numbers. It's gonna brag about them. And then when it, when the when you know, but but then when everybody gets what they actually want, you're gonna see these sales dish, uh, slow down. You're gonna start seeing a lot of people having no interest in it because you can play it anywhere else. Okay, so I spent too long on that topic. I apologize. If you're still hanging around. Let's get into the Milwaukee Bucks. They got bounced by the uh, Miami Heat. Giannis was not in the last two games. They won a game, then they lost a game. All right? Then a lot of people are talking about Giannis possibly uh, leaving the organization. And you got all these people making these weird assumptions that there's a possibility he can go to Golden State. There's a possibility he can go to Toronto. Uh... There's, you know, he can go elsewhere that already has a great team. They just need that one superstar and he can he can just go there. And uh, they're talking about firing the coach, this, that, and the third, elevating the roster. To, um, then they're making excuses. Well, they was never comfortable in the bubble. A lot of teams were not comfortable in the bubble. A lot of players were not comfortable, comfortable in the bubble. But the fact of the matter is, you got to play through all that, right? Uh, I feel like Giannis is a loyal doing. I mean, if you do research on Giannis and if you check out the things he say on social media, he's he's not an egotistical individual. All right. Um, I think eventually, as long as the organization be fair with him. He's going to be fair with the organization. He has a great communication line with the ownership at uh, as far as with the Milwaukee Bucks. He has a great relationship with the owners. Uh, he's got a great communication line with the owner, with the owners. And they pretty much have the same uh the, the same theories as far as this franchise. And Giannis is very loyal. He's loyal to a fault. And I don't think he's really going anywhere, all right? He's not going anywhere, folks. Um, he's going to sign that max, and they're going to simply build around him. He's 25. But Giannis got a lot of development to go through. He's going to have to make those mid-range. He's going to have to put the mid-range game in his, his repertoire. He's going to have to consistently make that three-point shot and put it in his uh, repertoire. Okay, um, being the most athletic, being the most strongest, being the, the fastest, athleticism can only get you so far, but it only gets you to a point, and then you're going to have to uh, utilize other talents about you other than that. All right, and he he learned during this series, he 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 learned it. He understands that he's going to have to get better at other things. It happens to the best of them. Michael Jordan, you know, he really didn't have, he was, he, he was athletic. He can jump out the gym. He can do amazing trick shots and things of that nature. But, uh, but Michael Jordan realized in order to get it, your athleticism is, is only going to take you so far. So now you got to get in the weight room, add more weight on you. Start adding other things to your repertoire. And now look at Michael Jordan. Won uh, six titles. 
Same thing with uh, Magic Johnson. It happens to the best of them, all right? Same thing happened to uh, LeBron James. LeBron James, in the early stages of his career, thought his athleticism is going to take him to the promised land. And he he got a false narrative about that when he made it to the uh, finals playing against the Spurs. But the reason why he lost that series, not because of what he had around him, is his athleticism can only take him so far. Eventually, you got to have other things in your bag. And he started adapting to that when he went to Miami. And Pat Riley told him, look, you got to have your back uh, again. Uh, you, know, you have to have your back facing the basket more. You have to be more of a perimeter player. You're going to have to be a low post presence. Okay. And, you know, he was sort of buying into it, but sort of buying out of it. And that's uh, one of the reasons why he's not with the Miami Heat. But he learned later on that he, he has to gravitate to other things. Okay. Because your athleticism is only going to carry you so much. Right. You know, and you can only depend on it. You can't depend on your athleticism for your whole your whole career in the NBA. It's Eventually, it's going to go away. All right. So. When you look at Giannis, yeah, he's 25. There's a lot of things he's going to have to develop, okay? Uh, yeah, he's going to win MVP of the regular season. Of course, he's going to get that, okay? Uh, but he's going to have to get better. Now, um, they're going to have to obviously get more pieces around Giannis, all right? Does Giannis, now I did an episode a couple of days ago. Is Giannis a Robin and he needs a Batman? I think Giannis has the makings of being a Batman, but he's still going to need another. Uh, he's he's still going to need a Robin. He's still going to need a do. He's going to have to. He's going to have. To, he he needs a duo. He needs somebody else he can he can depend on. When 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 his shot ain't right, he can big up the other one, the uh, the the other star player to help him. I think they're a star away. I think they're a star away. Okay. With the okay, as far as the Lakers go, they won against the Rockets. But did anyone think otherwise? Um, the small ball thing can is, and the small ball is sort of like athleticism. It's only going to take you to some certain point, and then you're going to have to utilize other things. All right. I think if they had Clint Capella on their roster, this uh, they will be a formidable matchup for the Lakers because there's a lot of things the Lakers are getting away with that if they had Clint Capella, they wouldn't be able to get away with, right? Uh, I think having two scores and one ball with two ISO players who really, if they don't have the ball... They're, they're ineffective. James Harden sitting around the perimeter is not going to help your roster without the ball. He can't work. He can't work without the ball. He needs the ball in his hands constantly to be effective. And that's the same thing goes for Russell Westbrook. All right. Um, so 
I, you know, look, I thought that this was going to be an easy matchup, easy pickings for the Lakers. I felt like the only way the Lakers were were not were not going to win this series if uh, James Harden had one of those games of games and uh, Russell Westbrook, you know, gets hot, gets angry, his emotion. Sometimes his, his emotion can be his benefit and sometimes his emotion can be the reason why, you know, he's over emotional. You know, if, if he had a game like that, like when he was with OKC, and if uh, James Harden had one of those type of games, they could probably squeeze one or two games in this series. But still, uh, if uh, if the Lakers weather the storm, they'll still win the series. So nothing's going to change. Your uh, The two teams uh, that, you know, we all thought that was going to make it to the Western Conference Finals or is going to make it. Uh, the Clippers and the Lakers. And uh, we'll talk about that matchup when it gets to that point. All right. You got the Celtics and, and you maybe got the Celtics, but you definitely got the heat for the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, I feel like the if the Clippers win the Western Conference Finals, I feel like the heat doesn't really doesn't have a, a big enough supporting cast that's going to help uh that's that, that's going to help the heat overtake the clippers in, in the series now jimmy butler he can he can he can d up lebron and he can d up Kawhi. but what about paul george and the rest of that cast for the clippers okay um you know and they got enough uh, they got enough big men to keep uh you know uh Anthony Davis honest. Okay, he's not going to uh you know be uh a giant in under low post, even though he he really makes his career outside the post, like around the perimeter and the corners and things of that nature. Okay, so the Miami Heat will control uh the tempo with the possessions, with the rebounds. Is that the point I was trying to make? Um, but, I mean, uh, as far as the Rockets and the Clippers, I mean, the Rockets and the Lakers go, I didn't expect this series to uh, be, well, the Rockets had a chance. I don't think the Rockets have a chance. And, you know, ultimately, uh, they're going to try this one more time next year. And it's not going to work next year. And then, ultimately, they're going to rebuild. They're just simply going to rebuild. Um, the Rockets are going to be that team where they're going to be, they're going to create a lot of noise in the regular season, but when they get to the postseason, they're going to fall short because they just don't have enough pieces. Small ball can only take you so far. Two ISO players can only take you so far. Particularly two ISO players that desperately need the ball in their possession to be effective. They can't play off the ball. They're too old in their career to all of a sudden change what they've been doing. They've been doing this their whole life. You're never going to see a moment where Russell Westbrook is going to say, you know what? I need to be more consistent on the perimeter and the perimeter as far as my three point. Be a little bit more consistent. That's never going to happen 
for the foreseeable future of Russell Westbrook. And you're never going to hear James Harden say there's a light bulb that came up. You know what? I need to be more consistent and be be more consistent playing without the ball. It's not going to happen, folks. It's not going to happen. So, uh, you know, it is what it is, you know. But, uh, yeah, that's it, what I got today. Uh, I was shocked that I was going to come out with this episode. I really wanted to talk about the Xbox Series S and get my input on that. Uh, I got my input on YouTube. I told everyone in the YouTube general audience why I thought about it. But, you know, it is what it is. So, it's your boy, the host with the most, with another episode. I will see you guys next week. Unless something amazing breaking news um, comes out. I'll see you guys later. Outro. Outro.